What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. We've got a very, very, very special guest with us today. And we're going to talk about some stuff that's very relevant in today's world. She is an international best-selling author, international speaker, facilitator, and consultant in the field of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Please welcome Anne-Marie Schrouder. Anne-Marie, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like this is going to be a very uh, slightly intense conversation. There's a lot going on in the world. Pride just Pride weekend would, would just happen. So let's can you tell the audience a little bit about your background and perhaps why it's so important for you to be in the space that you're in? Sure. Um, so I'm I'm Canadian. I usually live in Toronto, but I'm in the process of relocating um, with my nine year old daughter to Barbados. Um, I'll tell you more about that later if you're interested. I have worked in the field of diversity, equity, and inclusion for, well, I've had my business since 2004. Previous to that, I was a teacher, an elementary school teacher. Um, You know, you've referenced pride and, and, you know, we've seen a lot in in the BLM movement of the last couple of years. These topics are so these by these topics i mean the, the ideas and the and the acknowledgement and the understanding that we are all human beings with various identities having different experiences and therefore different needs is always relevant yeah always yeah. and and we're leaning into into certain areas more than we have in the past racism systemicism lgbtq2si plus issues um, which is great because we need to have these conversations so that people can raise their level of awareness, increase their understanding, deepen their compassion, um, and step into greater connection and, and community. So you mentioned equity. I So I understand what diversity and inclusion is. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I understand that, but I don't know, like equity is a new term to me within this realm. So what does that mean for the audience especially, and, and for me? So you can teach us a little something. Yeah, I'd be glad to. So um, Diversity, as we know, is about difference, all types of difference, the difference we can see and that we can't. Inclusion is the feeling, right? Right. Yeah. How we feel when we're in a space. And equity is the vehicle for inclusion because equity requires that we understand that we are um, having different experiences and therefore have different needs. We're perceived mm-hmm. differently based on what people see or don't see. Um, and that we cannot, we can't treat careful now, we can't treat everybody the same. We want everybody to be treated well, right? We want everybody treated with respect and dignity. But when it comes to specific needs, we can't do, it's not a one size fits all. We have to look at the context of an individual's life to see how we can support that person in achieving their best in succeeding. And not everybody starts at the same starting point. So in order to level the playing field, we need to be aware of um, identity and barriers and that's what equity is all about. It's about taking all that into consideration. It's very interesting because when I think of equity, I think of equity in my house. Not yes, I equi- know. It's not that. <laughs> equity in uh, how you treat and invest yourself in others, right? Yeah, by being aware of who they are and consequently yeah. what they need and what their lived experience is. Yeah. yeah. So now, how long ago did you get into this type of work? Mm. Um. I graduated from Teachers College, and I'm going to date myself, 1996. 
Okay. And when I became a teacher, my first summer after teaching, I took a course about um, inclusive education. So that's when I first got into it in a professional way, because yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a woman, so I understand sexism, I'm a person of color, I understand racism, I'm part of the LGBT community, I understand um, homophobia and all that stuff. But as a professional, as a teacher, it was like, oh, of course, it makes total sense. We want to create classrooms where kids can see themselves reflected in the books and the examples and other children and in the teachers and in the administration. We need that, right? To feel yeah. valued, to feel like we can contribute. Um, and I taught for a few years and then in 2004, and I took a break. And then in 2004, I started my own business. So I've okay. been doing this iteration of EDI work, equity, diversity, and inclusion since 2004. Wow, that's a long time. And so now you did talk, say a little bit about yourself personally. So why is this so important to you to do this kind of work and continue to be out there and be a facilitator and, and speaker and author and all those all those very important things? Yeah. Um, well, as a female identified person of color from the queer community, <laughs> these topics of conversation, talking about equity, talking about inclusion, talking about the isms, um, is personally important to me. Yeah. Right. I experience barriers based on those three identities. Um, and so creating a space for others to have safety, to feel acknowledged, to be yeah. seen, heard and valued is super important to me. Uh, personally, in in the workplace for anybody, it's important professionally for um, for organizations to create those kind of spaces. And I'm also a mom, so yeah. since having my child, it's, I have a, another fire under me, right? Like I want to create a, a world where my daughter can be all of who she are and show up as her amazing self, and that people actually will acknowledge that and and see her and value her for everything yeah. that she brings. So, yeah. Lots of reasons. Yeah, a lot of very important reasons. And I, I can understand your passion behind it. Um, I So I started Label Free Podcast because I don't believe in labels. You know, I, I think that you should, everybody, you, I, I, you know, I tell my, I talked to my, my best friend, Julie, who you had my, you did the mm -hmm. intro call with. And she's, yeah. she's, she's acknowledged that I am very different when it comes to the way I see people, because I don't see color and that might not, I don't know if you understand what that means. Mm -hmm. I don't see, like, I look at someone and I genuinely see the good in them. And I see just like, I, I don't, you know, I don't judge right away. I want to just accept someone for who they are and love them because I feel like we are all individuals and we deserve to be loved no matter what. And so it, I, I think it's just the way that I was raised, the way that I just, I'm, I come from a very good place. And so for me, I have a, a very hard time when people are, are so negative towards anyone that identifies as a certain way. Like, I just don't understand it, you know? And so, um, you know, I, I feel like the world has gotten a little bit better, but I don't know personally because I'm not like out there in the world, you know, being loud about different things. You know, I have a podcast, I'm here behind my, my computer screen, you know, and I, I get very great, I get lots of great feedback from the podcast, but I'm not out there in the world showing up in a certain way and making lots of noise about anything, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, we are making noise though. Podcasts make noise too. Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> so how, do you feel that it has gotten better in society or do you feel like there are other issues that are coming up as we continue to, um, I guess, if you continue that community to grow their voice? Yeah, good question. Um, and if I may, can I just, can I jump back to something? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So I will, I will just answer quickly and then I'll circle back to this too. We are getting better. We're mm -hmm. always getting better because we're always learning something new, right? Yeah. 
And, and some folks are getting better faster. Yeah. <laughs> some folks are not, right? And some folks maybe aren't that interested in getting better. Yeah. But we have seen a lot of needles move, right? We've seen LGBTQ2SI plus rights move since Stonewall in the 60s, right? We've seen um, civil rights move. We now have more awareness about systemic, so systemic racism. So we are seeing change and we are seeing people's awareness mm-hmm. um, open and expand, which is super important because that's how we move things forward. Yeah. People become aware, yeah? We also see a lot of resistance. People that don't want to see things in a different way. People that want to stay in the paradigm that they grew up in or learned growing up, et cetera, that doesn't see our full humanity. Right. Yeah? So that's what we continually bump up against. But I believe that as more and more people become aware, more conscious, um, step into different forms of allyship and advocacy for marginalized communities or historically disadvantaged communities, we will continue to raise right awareness. Yeah. And, and the, the exp- with that, the idea is to raise the lived experience for folks who have experienced inequities and oppression and marginalization. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something, oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and Do you think that the media is part of, uh, that it creates some of that resistance from people? Yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have like that old, that, that, like the, that old thought pro- or the old world mind or whatever. I don't even know what I'm, the, the traditional mindset, but I feel like the media really pins, has been pinning like communities against each other. And we saw that with, with the vaccine, with COVID. And, you know, now we're seeing a lot of craziness around the role versus weight here in the United States, you know, and which is a domino effect around the world. You know, you're seeing a lot of people rise up in these, you know, pro- protests going on. And so I feel like, so for me, I have to unplug. The media is it's all propaganda and it and it's it's created more division in the last couple of years than I can ever remember. Just the way that they are they are they're pinning people against each other and they I feel like they want to see that division. Prior to that, I think that we were on a, a good path of just like loving each other. You know, we're seeing I I felt like we were seeing improvement in certain areas, but I yeah. also like I'm also very different, you know. <laughs> I'm different. Well- let me let me say let me say a couple of things. First of all, media is always an involved in people in shaping people's ideas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that's new. I think what's new, though, I think we can all agree, is the amount of media and the access, yeah. right? Like I didn't grow up with the internet. All of a sudden, we have access to like at the tip of a finger, at the tip of our fingers, yeah. anything and everything. So, I think that's what's changed. Yeah. I don't think um, people's love for other people or people's hate for other people has changed over time. There's always been both of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing it more because yeah. there's more access to, to, to people. And like, I can click and, and, you know, be in a, a 
location across the world on my computer, yeah. right? That didn't exist before. So I think we are, we are exposed to more love and we're exposed to more hate because of that, both yeah. sides and everything in between, yeah? Um, you know, yes, things are getting better and there's still a lot of work to do because there's, there's lots of misinformation out there. And just like we can share, you know, relevant information and meaningful information, we're able to quickly share misinformation. And the divide and conquer is a, a really good strategy for people, keeping people apart and keeping people down, right? Yeah. If we yes. don't connect, then I can make up stories about you. You can make up stories about me. I can cement those stories. I can teach those stories to my kids and right. And we, and the, and the gap widens, 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 right? That's why yeah. in my book, I talked about the both and like, just not the either, or we have to create spaces of both ends. So we can hear each other's stories and understand history from different points of view and really sink into the trauma that, that folks are feeling. Right. And there's trauma on both sides. Yeah. There's trauma if you're a victim and there's trauma if you're the perpetrator of, of anything that there's, there's pain for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I want to go back before I forget, I want to go back to what you said earlier, because I have to, <laughs> I have to talk about, you talked about, um, and I love, right. Label free. I long for a world where we don't have, where we don't need labels and we don't have labels, mm-hmm. um, labels in the interim, before we get to that great place, labels help us to identify people's needs. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, unfortunately, that's why we, we need them. Um, but, uh, not like you mentioned colorblindness. Not seeing people's color, for example, or any other identity of theirs, while I understand the the emotion behind it, right? You want to see the person, you want to see their humanity, mm-hmm. you want to love them, they're human beings, yeah. When we when we when we separate a person from their color in this case, mm-hmm. what we miss is that I, I'm having a different lived experience than you. And if you want to step into advocacy for me, if you want to step into support, then knowing that who I am because of the color of my skin or my gender or my sexual orientation or whatever is, is could dramatically and sometimes like tragically change my life circumstances mm-hmm. is an important thing that we need to recognize in order to step into support, greater love, care and change super important. So are you saying that that I'm I'm doing my friends that are different ethnicities a disservice by loving them for who they are and not and not I mean I acknowledge you know their race that's not like I acknowledge yeah. that. And I, we have in, in those important conversations around that what they're feeling and all that stuff. But me as a person I'm not I'm going to embrace and love someone no matter what. I don't have a predetermined idea in my head where I should treat them a certain way because they are different than me. They're right. you know whether they're purple, green, black or yellow, you know, I don't yes, you might have a different shade, a shade than I am, but I see you're still a human being that deserves to be loved. And I don't want to see you treated poorly in any way. You know, I'll be the first one that will, I will stick up for a stranger on the street. If I see them being treated poor, like badly, no, that's not how we're supposed to go across this world, treating each other. Like that's, you know, for me, that's, you know, that's just how I, how I roll. Well, what you've said is really important, right? You've talked about like loving the person and people for who they are and also acknowledging who they are. Those yes. are two different things. And sometimes when we say things like, I don't see color, we're not yeah. acknowledging. We're skipping over that. And no, that's no, no, no. Yeah. right. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes that person a little bit more invisible than they already feel. No. So no. what you're saying is, is that you see the person, that you acknowledge who they are. You're having the, the hard conversations, which is so important, right? Because mm-hmm. we 
we can be in the same situation as somebody having a completely different experience and not even know it. Yeah. Oh, for until sure. We have a conversation. Yeah. And when you have a conversation, I'm sure you've experienced this. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. how could you be feeling this? And I'm feeling this and we're sitting right next to each other in the same. Wow. So, yeah. okay. Now I have a little bit more information. What do I do with that? Yeah. Right. What do I do with that? How do I help other people see that who are, you know, who I know in my circle, how do I raise awareness? How do I help create change mm-hmm. so that that doesn't keep happening over and over again? That's what we're trying to do. In yeah. Making the workplace, yeah. Right. I think it starts with compassion. People like there's so many people that lack compassion towards others. And it's just me, 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 me. So many, like, I feel like our world, most people are so self-involved that they don't allow themselves to really be compassionate towards others. And that's like really kind of a disease, you know, in, in creating more of that change and that love that we need to see towards others and not have create more division. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, because I don't understand you, let me just hate you. And I'm just going to keep you a hundred feet away. You know, like if you, you do for them, because they're uncomfortable people that don't, don't, and they don't want to feel that compassion. Like, Oh, how this is going to hurt me. It's going to affect my world. I don't want to see this change. You know, where really, you know, change is inevitable. That's one thing that you're, that's, that's inevitable. You know, you, everything changes all the time, every day. You can't, ex- control is an illusion. If you think you're going to control anything, it, that's, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So once you just embrace that, my world is going to consistently change, hopefully for the better, and you as a person are consistently growing, then I think that you allow yourself to open up and to be more, come from a more joyful, peaceful compassionate place where you learn that you have to treat every everyone with kindness and acceptance and and, and love i mean you know that's that, that that's living in a perfect world but you yeah know. <laughs> but you're but it, it's so basic right it's like yeah. just like we're all human beings having a human experience and some of us and we have different experiences because of who we are but how amazing if we can lean into each other's stories and really listen and find out what somebody is going through and find out what, what they need and how we can, you know, be an ally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how amazing. Sure. And we're always going to learn more. As soon as you lean in, you learn more. So now you have a little bit yeah. more information. Then you take that information and you do something with it. Then you get a little bit more information. It's like an ever widening circle of awareness. Yeah. And with that, just like you said, change. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So how do you help people that come to you? I saw that they can book a call with you. So what does that look like? And how do you help them or facilitate with whatever they're trying to, well, whatever they're going through? Yeah, well, we work with organizations who, um, who, who at least understand the, the value of diversity, equity, inclusion, or want to, right? They have a commitment. They want to they, they make a change in their organization. We talk about creating healthy workplace communities. So we do that through... Um, Education as a teacher, education is my is my one of my first loves, right? So, facilitating workshops that help to raise awareness. Um, I do speaking engagements all over the world, which I love to do. It's one of my favorite things to do, um, just to ha- have that aha moment of oh, you know, like same situation, different experience. Not everybody in my office or in my community or in my place of worship or in my school is feeling as good as I might be. Why yeah. is that? You know, what can I do about that? So we help with, we do um, climate surveys, not the climate like the environment, but how people feel in an organization. Yeah. Um, we help create strategy around equity, diversity, and inclusion. Um, and we walk with organizations along that journey because it really is a journey, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's a definite starting point. Somebody goes, aha, we need this. 
Yeah. The leadership needs to be on board for that. But then it, it's just an ongoing, like we just talked about, discovery and learning and applying that learning um, and checking in with folks and see how they're feeling and, right, making yeah. sure that it's making a difference for folks. So that's what we do, myself and my team. Where can people reach out to you, find you, connect with you? They can uh, find me on my website, annemarieshrouder.com. Um, they can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm there. Um, once in a while, I'm on Instagram. Not very often, but uh, trying to do more around that. So yeah, those are three places that folks can find me. And I have a newsletter every Wednesday. So if you hop on my website, then um, you can sign up for that and get little tips of information every every Wednesday in your inbox to keep you thinking about equity, diversity, and inclusion. Awesome. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So don't hesitate to go click one of those links, reach out if you're interested in learning more. If you are an organization that needs some help from Anne-Marie, I'm sure she would absolutely love to work with you and bring you more information on how you can improve your workplace and uh, creating more inclusion. Um, So before we say goodbye, can you just plug your, show us your book really quick and tell people about your book? This is my book, Being Brown in a Black and White World. Um, Because that's me. My mother is white. My dad is black. So I'm brown. Um, And I wrote the book to, well, share my story, right? How, what what my life was, what my experience was like, not fitting into either the white world or the black world and having to find that space in between that both end. And then there's parts, the subtitle is conversations for leaders on race, racism and belonging. So there's some personal stuff to share the story. And there's some, um, every chapter has a section for leaders who want to lean into this work in their organization. Excellent. And they can find it on Amazon or through your website. They can find it on Amazon. There's a link on my website to get there. So yes. Perfect. Before we say goodbye, what are some last words of wisdom and advice you'd like to leave with the audience? Oh, my last words of wisdom is really that both and place. You know, when we we're so polarized on so many issues, when we come together in the both and place, and really lean into hearing each other, listening, acknowledging, sharing, yeah. mm-hmm. we can, we learn, we grow, we connect, and then we can move forward in a different way together. Yeah. Amen to that. I love that. Thank you for, thank you for being an incredible guest. This was a great conversation. I feel yeah. like these conversations are very necessary and they don't happen enough where you can just have that open dialogue around something that's very intense. And in a world that's been so intense the last couple of years, I think it's important to have more and more and more of these conversations. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Please keep us informed of any new projects or books that you might have come out with so we can have you back and update the audience. Oh, I have one thing that's coming down the pipe. May I? Okay. Of course. Go for it. Um, In the coming months, I'm putting together an online community for folks who are mixed, mixed race, mixed heritage, or parents of mixed kids. So I'll keep you informed about that. And you can update the link that people can find out about it on my website shortly. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to share, comment, rate, review, subscribe, follow all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.